A lot of us here are going back to like our last year of school. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I hated school, you may love it. Plus it's so fun, it's so easy, you're gonna hook up, have fun. You mean on the side or in the classroom at your university? None. It is my 100% belief. <laughs> you know, I think the question is what should we learn in our last year if it's our last year since we're you know, getting paid to learn or, I think you're paying them but, oh you're paying to learn? Yeah, okay. Yeah man, I gotta tell you like, I, I don't know, the whole, the whole college business model is the most fascinating. So, I, you know, and that's the point, right? You're literally paying, and I genuinely believe in marketing. There's not a school right now teaching anything that's right. They're just not. How many of you are in marketing classes? What does it look like? Right. So like, fuck me. Um, anyway, <laughs> I think the best thing you should do, to be very frank with you, bro, Honestly, I think you're about to start the part of your life where you're gonna learn where it matters on the field, right? I may throw you guys for a loop on this one. I actually think you should just enjoy the living shit out of this last year. I'm, I'm not kidding. Like, you know, if you're, a pro, if you're me, well then you'd be selling shit and starting a business on the side anyway. But if you're not like dying to do, like I wouldn't have gone to a fucking internship. Like, so like, 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 um, like I was broken. Like I could only do it my way, you know? Like I barely even went into my dad's liquor store. Like I, I, I was making $3,000 a weekend selling baseball cards when I was 14. Like I, I was good. Like so I think that my intuition is, if you even have this internship, right? That the real answer is fucking don't fail, I guess. Cause maybe your parents would be upset. But then like, I don't know, like, and if you want to learn, I think you'll learn more. The truth is, unless you start your own business, which will take a lot of time, which I'm trying to debate is that valuable to you in your last year when you should probably milk this ridiculous year that you're living, which many may think is the greatest single year of your life, right? Other than that, you're gonna learn more in the first 100 days of your job coming out than there. So like, to me, it's just, it's back to like betting on strengths and weaknesses. The, The value exchange here feels like, fuck it, just, you know. Yeah. <laughs> You're into that? Sounds like a good strat. Um, how would you like suggest an intern of a level employee or like you in a family above you drive it garbage without being an asshole about it? First to make sure that you always deploy a lot of humility because nobody wants a because you might be wrong. And if you're wrong, you're fucked. Because if you're the intern that said to my face, this is garbage and you're wrong, that's bad. Now if you're right, it's phenomenal. So I, even if you really closely pay attention to my public content, I'm really good at giving you honey before I give you vinegar. So my answer is to hedge it. Like, hey, Mark, Mark Evans, I think you're, you're the best and I really don't know I weirdly, for some reason, feel compelled to tell you your idea is shit, right? I, I think you have to hedge it because you have to be, you have to really be sure you're right. Plus, the other thing, my man, 
that you really need to pay attention to, David, is, is it's subjective. So like one of the biggest problems is you may have something that's an opinion and then you're telling somebody above you that they're wrong, there's no way to prove if it's wrong or right and they're just gonna impose their seniority on you and it's gonna suck shit. That's why the battles I fight are prover, you can prove them out. You know? I also think you should go home and try to figure out why that matters so much to you because I think it's actually a very interesting question that has both good and bad in it and you should break it down. We need to jam on that. Molly, what do you want to do when you grow up? Do you know yet? It's okay if you don't, I'm just curious, do you? So to me, like, if you, like when, when I hear that somebody wants to be the next Puff Daddy, or the next me, or the next whatever anybody wants to be, whatever, whatever you want to be, at whatever level, right? I genuinely believe that you should spend all your time to try to go get an internship to be as close to that person as, if anybody here actually wanted to be the next me, I think that they should have tried to be the intern on my team versus an intern at VaynerMedia, I believe that. I genuinely believe the closer you can get to the sun of what you want to be, the more likely you'll learn. My question is like, how do you do that? By relentless fucking pursuit. So if that, like, even if your email says don't talk to me I mean that. It's just the audacity to find the right balance. It's really actually interesting. It's not super different than David's question in some ways. How do you find the right cadence and balance to be aggressive without being fucking annoying? There's people that try to reach me every day, lots of them. Some of them immediately through their first three attempts go into I will never fucking interact with this person ever because it's coming from a bad place. I get to be the judge and the jury of that's what it tastes like and other people win and eventually get their at-bats. There's, pe- there's a kid I met today for five minutes, like some of these people tried for 15 times to get like, it's, if, to me it's like if you want it so bad, first of all, there may be 34 people that look like you wanna be, right? So, you know, there may be 11 hip hop business mogul people and you can go right down the line and try to hit up, you know, Birdman and P. Diddy, you know, 50 times each, right? So. I think it's worth it, Mal, honestly. Like, I think it's worth it. You have to understand, the upside's greater than the downside. Like to me. How do you make yourself stand out? But like, how do you stand out to the point You need to understand that person. So you fucking really try to figure out who they are. One of the things I would do is follow them heavily on social and figure out what, the, like, there's a lot of ways to break through. Like for example, everybody thinks the best way to get a hold of me is to write in the email subject, I'm, I've got, I'm gonna help you buy the New York Jets. I've got an idea that's gonna help you buy the Jets. I'm gonna help you buy the Jets. The problem is that's what everybody does, which means that none of them get through. The answer is I don't know, because everybody's got a different unlock. Here's what I do know about Ron Howard and all these different fancy people I know. All of them have been penetrated, all of them. Because winners wanna give other winners at bats. We feel guilt and we have to pay back to the thing that put us there. And they all do it. And so to me, I think you know it's fucking cool to try to like pull that off. And I actually think it's just, especially when I think about it from a college, still in college, internship level, I think it's like a fun journey. I actually think it's a cool content series to start in September and spend all of September 
through like March trying to become an intern on team XYZ. I think it's kind of cool. So, yeah. And you know what's funny? It's actually got similarities to my advice in that video, which is I think the KPI for you guys being here is there, yep, I mean, especially Vayner, especially if you're considering to be in this industry, there are a hundred people in here, 50 of which are gonna be very unbelievably senior here one day, and 50 that are gonna run shit out there, like that was worth the hello. Like I love that you run in little packs with each other, and that's great, but you can run with packs of each other in fucking October. And this is the easiest place to randomly say hello. Your friends and homies have much tougher jobs to penetrate that where they're at. So I just think it's, people make the, it's all people. It's all fucking people. 80% of you got here because of people. You had some rabbi that got you into this fucking place. <laughs> it's gotten so hard for us, you know, to your point. Our biggest problem right now is everybody wants their child or best friend's child to be an intern here now. Like next year's a disaster. I've got like fucking 100. We just need another floor. That's my only like. Got it, okay. We just need a seat for everyone and then okay. I'll be like very On it. happy. <laughs> What's up, Gary? Uh, my question for you is uh, technology is advancing at an incredibly fast rate nowadays. Yes, Mer. Technology is moving fast. <laughs> Oh, privacy is being invaded because you're allowing it to be invaded. You're giving up privacy every fucking day for convenience and time. They're not invading. You're giving it up. You know you're being watched right now. You don't give a fuck. I know. (laughs) Here's what I think happens. Do you guys know who Len Bias is? Len Bias was one of the best basketball players of all time in college and unfortunately two days after he was drafted third overall in the NBA, he died from a drug overdose. He, had, he overdosed on cocaine. He's from the University of Maryland. Nancy Reagan was super anti-drugs, very conservative president on, on that issue. And the gun, and the gun, and the, it's funny where I'm going with this, you can see where my head's going. My punchline is the drug laws changed here forever. Here's my thing on privacy, we don't give a fuck because the punchline of society is people are unbelievable. As much as the mainstream media wants to tell you about the one person who, who has emotional issues that will shoot 25 people in a club and it's the worst, it's the worst. You know what? Do me a favor if you're curious about this. Do you know that CNN did a series called the 60s and the 70s? I don't know if this hit your radar, probably not. But they did, there was eight series. If you have Netflix, go to it. Go watch the one on terrorism in the 70s. There were more terrorist acts domestically in the 70s in this country by 10X than what's going on now. It's unbelievable actually. So what what people don't realize is we paint the wrong pictures. The reason none of us care about privacy is because people are good. We're not doing that much bad with the privacy. What are you, sad that Toyota's following you around the internet and putting banner ads in front of you, right? Like we don't do that many bad things with it and so I think we give up privacy. Now here's the punchline. I believe that somebody like Beyonce or Rihanna is gonna get killed because of a social media post of where she is, somebody with the wrong mindset and that everything changes that next day. Because we can kill 50 children 
in a school and not react, but when somebody kills one of our top 10 celebrities because of this, everything will change. It's just who America is. So unfortunately, what I'm trying to figure out is what happens to privacy post the assassination of a celebrity on the back of no privacy. We got deep. (laughs) You like that one, right? That's why they're paying me the big bucks, Daria. This is the shit that I think about.